This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What's up everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Only Friends Podcast. We are missing <laughs> my better half. Conrad Simpson, he's still out at the Brigada, the 2200 Mystery Bounty event. I believe event one has just wrapped. That was uh, chopped nine ways, as best I can tell. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at an article here. It says, Samuel Laskowitz wins the Brigada return Mystery Bounty. Ryan Dodd draws the 250k bounty. Shout out to Ryan Dodd. He's a big uh, player on WSOP, one of the regs. I'm assuming it's a jersey reg. But the man with all the swag who came in as the chip leader with 50 left, Francis Anderson, local from Las Vegas, was a part of this chop. It looks like they chopped it nine ways. I see him chop, right? Uh, yeah, so I'm looking at the payouts now. Um, uh, it wasn't straight ICM. Cause it wasn't? Francis was telling me he came in eight of nine and got fourth place money. Uh, yeah, but he still got eighth what? place of the chop. I'm looking at the payouts. Uh, 146.6 went to Samuel at first. Uh, 142 went to Anthony Mayo second. Ryan, I can never pronounce his last name, uh, which is unfair to him because he's a reg and I should know Give it. Give it a shot. Eric Quezzo. Eric Quezzo. Eric Quezzo, okay. Pretty close. Uh, one, I was going to guess if that was 132 him. 132 right to third. Uh, Bruge forced 123.8 to fourth. Uh Maxim not even going to attempt it. 122.8 to 5th. Uh, Benedito Bianco, 116.7 to 6th. Constantine, uh, 116 to 7th. So these are all like very close. Very, very little jumps. And then Francis got 104 for 8th. Uh, Ryan Dodd getting 92 for 9th. Why are they, I guess, chip distribution-wise, everyone was so close and it's just like you're sort of flipping? Or? <clears throat> well, I, I, I don't know. Uh, what led to the chop, but... It just seems like stacks are close, right? These payouts are very comparable to each other. Yeah, I mean, there's only 46K different, or 50K difference between ninth and first. Right. I, I, think, don't, I don't know what the actual payouts were supposed to be. I think the most be. amazing thing is that you got nine people to agree to it. That, a lot of professionals is, too. That's yeah. very, very hard. It was I, 5 a.m. I was going to say... Play, well, actually, maybe professionals, maybe you have a better chance. No. What, what ends up happening is today's day one of the main, and it was 5 a.m. Oh. Yeah, so it's like... Like, come on, guys. We got we got better things to get to. Man, honestly, if you're the one guy that's, like, locked in, if you will, and you say, I'm not chopping, like, will they hate you? Maybe, but you just want to be, mm -hmm. you want to be there, you yeah. know? Yeah, to some degree, I imagine, but... You know, like, uh, it's worth something. People might get tired and just, like, blast it, like, play poorly because they want to try to, like, yeah. run up all the chips, you know? It's a mystery bounty, too. Right, they're annoyed at you and on tilt because you won't chop. You're not even just you, like, just in the field in general, right? People yeah. are just going to be willing to gamble more. There is a there is an argument. Yeah, maybe. I ain't uh, chopping. If there's nine people. No, fuck no. I'm sorry. No, I play. It. Yeah, Let it's it's also kind of interesting because the bounty aspect comes into play a lot. They right? all just pulled from whatever is how it worked. Randomly, you're saying. Yeah, like everyone kept so their everybody own. Everybody keeps their own bounty, right? Okay, so that's that's kind of interesting. Okay, mm. new question. There's yeah. a 250k uh, bounty. Left. Yeah, so there's a 250k bounty yeah. left. Let's theorycraft. If you get if you're first in chips, you get to choose when you pick your slot. When do you go? I mean, first. You go first. Yeah, yeah of course. It 
But does I, it matter? I don't think it matters. It does but, matter, right? No, I don't think so. Because if there's 250K, it's like deal or no deal, right? If there's yeah. one really big prize and then like three reasonable ones and then... Uh, Everyone has the same, five, same odds well, of picking that... But your that odds go up to get the good one if the bad ones get pulled. But, if the, bad ones, but if the bad ones don't... You mean if the bad ones don't get pulled? Or I mean if the bad ones do get pulled, right. But if they don't get pulled, then your odds go down. It's the same thing. It's like everyone yeah. just pulls... What are you is talking it, about? If you choose fifth, then the 250K is gone. It's gone. Yeah. Right. But if you choose first, you get the option of still having the 250K. But if you choose second, then you, the chances... Just, just from them revealing what they have doesn't change the odds. Like, what if they all picked, but they went in order, but nobody looked yet? It's not... Well, it's not how that... Do you think it matters? I don't think that's... How, I think when you get your envelope, you open it. Right. But opening the envelope doesn't change the odds. How could it? Right. Correct. Doesn't your right. odds go up if like, let's say someone goes? Let's say there's nine people. Right. right? The problem the problem starts with nine people left, not each independent. Like it doesn't start with uh, you get to choose when you go. The and you say, okay, I'm not going first, and then somebody pulls, and now you're one of eight to pull it, and now one of seven and one of six because there's all the other outcomes that could occur. Right. Where like the 250k gets pulled. Right. Right. You can't predict. Yeah. Like, just because somebody goes in front of you doesn't mean that they pull the, the shitty one. No, you can't predict, but there's a one in nine chance that they get the good one where it's most likely that they're not, right? It's more likely you're going to get it if you have a 50% chance than one in nine. Right, but you have to so take into... The, you have to everybody chooses in. with... Not, everybody's one in nine when they choose their position to pick. Right. Oh, right. The, well, in the sense of if they don't reveal what... Or it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, you choose your matter. order to pick... Yeah. Everybody chooses their order to pick immediately. What really matters is that the the chip leader is given up the uh, opportunity to yeah. I think it's, bounties. I think that I would factor that into the chop. Right, for sure. It seems like he should have gotten a lot more I, money. I think I think they should have. I think they should have just taken the bounty prize money and just chopped that. Put that into the yeah into yeah. the actual prize pool and then considered that with the with the chop. Yeah, I right. I think like looking just at getting, this, just everybody getting a free shot at the the two hundred fifty k is not is nowhere near fair for the the chip leader. Correct. The, he he was going to he was going to be a big favorite to have like uh Three, maybe, significantly yeah, more bounties. More, doesn't it just else. depend like what stack depth? That's what I was saying the chops seem very close to each other cuz like no I mean, one it's big not one. that close. Imagine dog. if you're dead last in chips at, at the final table and they chop and, and you get a but chance. But how to many big blinds is dead last in relation to first, right? Cuz there's a difference of two bigs versus 50. Right. Right. So course. what were the stack distributions what I was asking? Right. But it's still when you're dead last in chips you're Unlikely to get one, well, to, you know. Isn't it? It's just less likely. It's just relative. If you have fifty yeah. bigs in last place, yeah, you are have a chance to right. still win pots but, and then stack. But no, they, they didn't even choose uh, who went first. They they high carded for it. Okay, yeah. Okay, I like that. Why? I think it. I don't know if I'm missing something. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. I'll figure it out later. It's not a time to do it on the air. But <laughs> I feel like there's a theory craft here. But maybe I'm wrong. It kind of sounds like the Monty Hall. Problem. No, it's not. No? Money Hall, you get the switch. And that's why it's not deal or no deal either. The okay. the big thing with the Money Hall problem is that... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's the Money Hall problem, the first portion of it. So when you choose, you have a 33% chance because uh, it's one in three. Mm -hmm, the switching part is what increases your odds. Okay. Right. So why what, does it increase? Because once you have the information revealed, what, the, the host always reveals, reveals. Yes. a non-prize. Uh, non-prize. Right. right. So once that right. happens... Now you have a 50-50 chance of the two remaining cases. 
So your case, <laughs> are you your, familiar your with case this, Landon? You, I know the Monty Hall problem. Your case yeah. that you chose was thirty-three percent. Yeah. Right. Uh, once the host reveals a non-prize, which will never be your case, and it'll be one of the two remaining cases, means that one of the two remaining cases, either your prize or uh, the the uh, second, is is going to be the the, the prize, right? When you chose, though, you were one in three. Yeah. So it's only 33% likely that your case is, where it's 50% likely that the, if, if you switch. Right. So, so like, in this exact situation, if, like, the first person pulled and then, uh, and, and then the, um, the tournament director or whatever said, okay, well, this one is not it. Do you want to switch with the first person that pulled? He Correct. should always switch. Right. If it's a white elephant. Right. Type of yeah. uh, type of thing. Yeah. Mystery bounty meets Monty <laughs> Hall final table. Could you imagine if they did it that way? <laughs> well, <laughs> then you would have a huge edge being the chip leader, right? Um, but yeah, they just randomized it. They didn't even yeah. choose. Yeah. So like, yeah, there was sure. no advantage here to being the chip leader. Sure. Uh, it, it doesn't say. It says that they uh, wrapped up at near nearly six a.m. Um, and let's see. It's a mi- did nobody make. Uh, like a stink about that, like the, so the Ryan, chip leader second second in chips. It doesn't seem like it. Oh. Ryan Dodd ended up choosing the 250k on the second pool, uh, which, <clears throat> uh, you know, whatever. It's all random, but um, yeah, I I think you know with with without knowing precisely what the stack distribution was, um, it seems like, especially there was like three big prizes left. So three of the nine remaining bounties were big. The other six were just 500. If you're the chip leader uh, where you're very likely to be a favorite to bust multiple people at this final table, playing it out just seems like a no-brainer unless you're willing to do an ICM chop of the, the bounty prize pool. Uh, you're saying that they were, not, they were not allowed to chop bounties, but like they could have... Obviously, making a nine-minute handshake deal was a little yeah. bit ridiculous, but yeah, that's true too. Prisoners. Uh, although dilemma. I mean, it is a lot of it is a lot of known players yeah, there, but yeah, like if there's like two people or whatever that like nobody knows, and you just have to trust that if they pull the two fifty, they're gonna chop it appropriately right. amongst everybody. Yeah. Like, there's no fucking chance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even wow. even like even not doing an ICM bounty chop. Oh, then that would just be the same as everybody randomly picking. I was gonna say if you do just a, a an even distribution, but that's. That's just the same as everybody picking. Wow, no, th- this seems a little bit down bad. Yeah, first in chips had 7.5 million when the deal was made. Big blind 160k, and last place looks like was 3.2. So 20 bigs versus uh, like roughly like 48. Right. So like, it's a good spot to be chip leader. First chip leader, no it's deal. It's a really Cut. good spot to get a deal when you're the bottom three. Yeah, yeah. Francis said he was I'll eight and nine, so Francis was like very in for a deal. Yeah, which yeah. makes well, sense. I, I mean, the second you that got... you're not ICM chopping the bounty prize pool, like this is a huge score huge. for everybody who's not top three in chips. Right. Like you're just making. Yeah. I, I mean, there was uh, so there was three hundred and uh, three hundred three thousand in the bounty prize pool. By them drawing randomly, each of them is guaranteeing themselves like thirty five k in equity. Yeah. Right. Uh, Where like they're entitled probably like through ICM distribution less, the, a lot uh, less yeah like the bottom guy is probably only entitled to like a couple thousand dollars yeah, 5, maybe. Man, yeah. yeah. If Lars was there man, he probably would have said something yeah probably would have showered that be like <laughs> the EV that you're stealing right now from the chip leader who doesn't even, know any better yeah it's not even stealing right because the chip leader agreed to a deal man <sighs> uh, 
I wish I could have saw with the payout. What, what I could have saw, like what I wish I, I could have saw, saw was uh, the payouts prior for FT before the deal was made. Because mm -hmm. once the payouts are what they are, they yeah, kind of yeah, get like change changed and wiped. But man, yeah. I mean, I, we could do some reverse I'm engineering. I'm sure. I'm sure. But like all intents and purposes, if I'm like a top three stack here, I don't think I make a deal. I, don't, I think it's just very non... Especially if it's an ICM chop, right? Right. If you ICM chop the chips, you're getting fleeced. Yeah, yeah. An yeah. ICM chop with... Even if it's 5 a.m., you're getting fleeced. With everybody getting a pulled bounty. It's just... Well, that's why you're getting fleeced. That's why. Because everybody gets the pulled bounty. Right. <laughs> right. Like, you have 20 bigs. You get to keep your own bounty. Mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah, I would guess first place was around 300k. Ninth place, probably around 30. So, chip leader gets, like, half... Yeah, half a first place. I would uh, only take a deal if you can like if I get more than I see more than I see him in chips. Chip leader got how much? Like one forty five. One forty five, and then the bottom got ninety two. It's like probably wow. close to three x. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah, right. that is really amazing for the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I, Francis is saying he got fourth place money uh, at one hundred four thousand. Yeah. Then oh he's saying the fourth place money in the tournament when they chopped was was uh got it right. ninth, ninth place was probably like twenty or thirty thousand man right? the chip leader uh no probably yeah. actually closer to forty because if Francis was getting hundred k for fourth then first place was probably just shy of four hundred isn't most it's usually ten percent most important yeah ten percent right yeah, yeah. so On, probably close to forty k for ninth and then was, like what was first probably close to four hundred oh I was thinking first was three hundred fifty k. Okay. Yeah, I knew Let's that for sure. So, okay, okay, so first is yeah. yeah, so like thirty-five. Man, yeah. see, so you, so you get you get three times that plus almost three times that plus plus a, a pool at like thirty-five k more in equity. Yeah, bounty pool. So yeah. that's that's incredible. That's why when you make FTS of things that are kind of uh, new, you should have some people to give you some advice. Right. Yeah, look you at saved that. me. Remember, just, just think just think about that. So. Uh, so after the ICM chop, and granted, you know, chip stacks were relatively close, so he's not going to get like first place money. But no, but it's if, worth if so it, much. If it plays out, the EV of uh, the chip leader there is going to be somewhere around with the bounties, probably going to be somewhere around like three hundred ish. At that point in time, less, right? There's nine people left. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's sorry. Probably, yeah, it's yeah. Probably, yeah it's of probably course, two twenty-five. No, of course. Well, yeah, no, of course. With ICM, they did an ICM chop, so we can figure this out. So it's one forty-six. That went to first plus like 35k in ev or, or no sorry sorry more that's evenly distributed uh so it's probably closer to like 100 120 maybe or what uh with the bounty equity? with the bounty equity. oh got yeah. it got it so yeah so it's 146 plus probably like 100k for bounties. so yeah like call it 250 yeah uh that he's he he should get with like a true icm chop well, maybe bounty that's a lot for bounties right it's only three bounties oh shit yeah well mm -hmm. i guess two and like two I guess we can call it two and a half or whatever. It's probably somewhere between 200 and 250K yeah. for, for, for first and shit. Yeah, for yeah. first, and you got 146 uh, plus 35. So you got so like 180. 181. Yeah. So you're just losing 20K. Ish. Wow. Ish. That's, that's, that's on the generous. conservative yeah. end. So somewhere between 20 and 70. Yeah. How much money is there in live MTT? So much. Dude. Why do you guys even play cash? Honestly, I've been. I don't understand. Because, like, man, cash is king. Yeah, when you. I mean, nah, is it though? Yeah. You can't. It, you know what it's like. Do you know? I think do you know you're the, the best of the best. Well, you're you're pretty good. Do you know the but feeling like, of just like having deuces and just like tripling off for all of it? Do you have? Do you know the feeling of having two hundred dollars to your name and then three days later you have a hundred k? Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, like I know that very well. Yeah, pretty well. <laughs> you can't Dude. do that in a cash game. 
maybe 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 tomorrow's TBT will be uh, the 2013 WSOP. Yes. Holy shit. Dude, that's crazy. Uh, that's so much money. There's so much money no, in live cash. Not even that from, the, mean, from this I mean, bounty chop. This bounty chop is actually ridiculous. Oh, yeah, because that's just first it, place. Yeah. Second, second place is also giving up, you know, maybe 1.75x bounties. Yeah. Uh, Let me go back to the chip. Maybe even... Actually, more, because they, it seems like they were very close in chips. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. I think first was, was 7.5, second was 7 million. Yeah. Yeah, so he might be giving up, like, another... 70 60k himself well he's well he probably is like estimated win like one one and a half bounties maybe yeah. or something along those lines right because it goes from like negative like 25.25 to yeah like, yeah i think i think part of the, i think part of the problem here is uh that everybody that i see near the bottom of the list like dodd francis um i guess i don't really know a couple uh, of these guys in between uh, yeah but like when you have sharp people who are le like near last in chips take it yeah. That's what I mean. Like they're probably like, and it's six a.m. So not everybody's like thinking no, straight. No, they're not. They're, or whatever. That, that had to be. That's what I'm saying. They like, want to go home. Fatigued. Yeah. So it's just like pretty easy to like yeah. work a pretty favorable deal here, where you're like, just like, just let's sitting, just chop the bounties, yeah. guys. We we're, all take one. We're sitting in this these chairs, and we, like we see it. But like after you've been playing for two or three days, long days, it's the middle of the night. Yeah, maybe you don't. Well, that's why you need the homies, party. man. I was gonna take a yeah. a, a deal when I when I was heads up, and then I was uh, told not to do it. Yeah, for, this this could have been uh, even though they can't chop the bounties, this very easily could have been fixed. Yeah, been, you just give way more money to you 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 uh, distribute you, the actual you, you prize adjust the ICM pool, according right, to the bounties. According right. to you say that, that each bounty is worth thirty five k. I'm first, and I'm theoretically guaranteed 1.75 bounties. Right? You come up with yeah. the, you come up with the number, right. yeah. and then you say, okay, this is how much I want out of the prize pool, and we can all still pick the bounty. Yeah. Right. So, like, exactly. in the instance of Dodd being ninth ninth in chips, instead <laughs> of hit the deal button, uh, instead of him getting like 92k, get 65 or something like that, uh, or 70, a little maybe. bit more, he'd probably have yeah. to give up like eight tenths of a bounty. Right. Right. So yeah, because like, he could still get a bounty. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's he's twenty bigs, unlikely. right? So yeah. he's probably winning like point three bounties. I, I was estimating point two. Right. So yeah. Right. So, so he gives up like twenty five k maybe or twenty. Uh, a little bit more. A little more. Uh, so so probably closer to like twenty eight k. So yeah. now instead of getting ninety two, he gets somewhere <laughs> in the neighborhood of like seventy. So funny because now you're playing the game of like bounty gamble scramble, where now you're like you're giving up x amount. You're like okay, yeah. but you can get yeah. the two fifty. Yeah. Right. 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 Well, well I mean, I see why Francis took the deal now. I'm like, oh, of you, course. You just fleece them. Of course. It's still a good deal for Dodd. So, like, even if he gave up, call it 22K because he's not entitled to a full bounty, he still gets double what he would have gotten if he finished ninth. Right. So, he's still getting somewhere around like seven and a half place money, mm -hmm. and it's still 6 a.m. This is why right. I love theory You're kind of like doing yeah. good, you know? It's yeah. so, wow. Theory crafting is great because, like, what would have happened? I'm sure they're like, call it like, uh, I like I made I was go to Borgata like Conrad goes to Borgata like makes FT and like someone's still awake I just someone's awake and then ha he has this kind of conundrum right like when you have people to talk to about it that are like outside uh, right yes. people from a like from that perspective mm -hmm. it's very easy for someone to be like wait a minute this is really bad for you if yeah. you're a trip leader and this is really good for you when you're, you're in the moment and, and you're nine. fatigued it's very easy to overlook it's also very kind of rare details, yeah. it's it's easy to look over too because it's very rare in a tournament situation that you as the chip leader don't have all the power right right so it's yeah. like it, it it probably feels impossible to like samuel or anthony in this situation that they could be taking the worst of it as the chip leader doing an icm chop right but because right. of the bounty prize pool, right. they're, they're you don't realize wrecked. in the moment I mean, I guess you just can't. Where it's like, oh, I'm giving everybody what was a chance to pull so, for 35k. So what, 500 dollars. 
five. A lot of people got five. It was like six so five hundred dollars. Yeah, two twenty five. Two twenty fives, and then a two fifty. Francis got a twenty five. Fucking like it's it. amazing that two fifty didn't get pulled. Like, is that that had to have been the biggest one? Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, it's because like that's kind of it's like kind of the power of just having a network and like people that are smart. Where you just be like, hey, they want to do this thing. Is this is this a good idea? It's still tough though. It's still six a.m. You've been playing since noon. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this happens all the time on the East Coast. Uh, it's <laughs> uh, actually I shouldn't lump Florida in with that because I don't think of Florida as East Coast, but I guess like technically they are. Go I ahead, think it, bash the Brigada. But I think of them as South. <laughs> but yeah, no, the Brigada specifically. This has happened infinite amount of times mm-hmm. where the structure of the event is just. It's like they know. It's like they don't know that they get big turnouts, and they just don't account for the fact that like they get these massive prize pools where the structure will not allow for a 1,500-person field to end in two days. Right. That's, I was literally about to ask you, like, to what percent of the responsibility does it go to the... There should be hard fucking stops at 3 a.m. That's what I was yeah. going to ask. Like, what responsibility goes on the casino for, like, these things happening? Because you're playing for... You're huge. exchanging six figures of equity. Huge. Yeah, when, when all the money's on the line, yeah. you're at your ti- you're most tired. <laughs> yeah, I think even yeah. 3 a.m. is, like, insanely aggressive. Like, you're talking about mm-hmm. it now being a 13-hour day yeah. Yeah. where you're into the wee hours of the morning after yeah. having probably not slept the night before. Like, yeah. I think that there should be hard caps. The staff is tired, too. The staff, the, the dealers, they're all... They're all exhausted too they're gonna make mistakes because of that yeah i i think that if man i i keep forgetting to follow up with savage uh we were gonna have him on during wpt and he couldn't get away um this would have been a good time to have him on but uh he kind of like is a big part of the tda summit and they do uh, a meeting i think it's every other summer and I'm not sure if it's due to come up this summer or not but yeah. like this is something that from the player's standpoint especially as mtt's are becoming more popular than ever and fields are getting larger than ever i would love it if the tdas took into consideration that when all the money is on the line it's just absolutely cruel to have players playing on zero sleep yeah yeah i was talking to some tds from florida like uh nate and jason where i'm like they have a hard stop now yeah. After a certain time yeah. frame, because like it used to be at the WSOP, they had a 2 a.m. hard stop, and that mm-hmm. was fucking great. Yeah. And then suddenly they started running these like $300 down bad tournaments that are going to last until dawn the next day, and don't, you have to turn don't around. Be dissing my $300 bro, bracelet events. I I was pumping up the opener last year. I nobody was singing its praises more <laughs> until the, I found the, the myself. Yeah, <laughs> I almost won that thing. Until I found myself. <laughs> I was at, like 200 people away. Until I found myself at 2:45 in the morning, not having bagged yet. And still having to turn around and be back at 11 a.m. the next day. You didn't bag it, did you? No. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it. I needed sleep. So you got your sleep. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's wild because, like, also just having that conversation, uh, they hit me with a good point, too, like, of the favor of having a hard stop mm-hmm. of what if, like, someone that's, like, older is playing the tournament, it gets to 5 a.m. and we're still playing and then they have to drive home. Yeah. Right? Right. And like how much responsibility is now in the casino mm-hmm. for someone that's like playing a tournament can't leave. I mean, right? like there's just other extenuating I, I, circumstances. I, I think that that's, I think that's fair, but it's just like, we don't even police drinking that, that no. closely. No, we're <laughs> not certainly right. not going to police like you're not gonna, yeah, making you're, people tired. No, but tired but and it, drunk. It's a, it's a, it's a, another data point. Another, yeah. You know, factor it's, it's an argument. It's an argument yeah. against well, running. I, I mean, even for final tables, right? it's one table. Like there's a table in the casino you could use to finish out this tournament. I don't think that right? that's why they do it. Why I do think you think it is? Because like, for instance, this one, if they brought it back today, uh, they would have to now, they're going to have, they're already going to be dealing with alternates for the main, for sure. 
Like, for sure, they're going to blow this thing out. Okay. And they're already going to have an alternate list. So to segregate a separate table for a tournament that was supposed to end the day before only hurts their bottom only line. Nine more Yeah, people. that's well, nine fewer people that get in and rotate. Let's... Right? So it's nine... It's not just nine seats. It's nine seats with people busting. So it might be the equivalency of, like, 20. 45 or 60 people. So is the idea in. to maybe move the schedule a day back to give room for something like this? Of course, this just should have obviously been a three-day event. Yeah. That's very clear. Right, you make it a three-day event, but then what if they still want to have the main at the same time? I mean, that's the... well. That, honestly, like in my opinion, this was a scheduling nightmare to begin with. Like When I was considering traveling, yeah. uh, I've, I, I just nixed it. We because, talked about this, yeah. Yeah, I, I ended up nixing it because it was like, there's only two events worth playing, Mystery Bounty and this. Uh, and the timing of it all was all during the weekday, immediately after New Year's Day. Yeah. So it's like, I have to find a way to travel on New Year's Day when airlines are a fucking mess mm -hmm. to the East Coast, to the hardest casino on earth to get to yeah. outside of Foxwoods, right? Mm -hmm. You have to fly into Philly and then either rent Choctaw's, a car. Choctaw's pretty tough. Nah, it's not that bad. You fly into Dallas and then, and then rent a car and drive up. But Yeah, I guess, I guess it's kind of comparable. A, it's the same thing. But, like, you're never dealing with weather. Not yet. Maybe right? tornado. And, and also, the Dallas <laughs> airport is not the Philly airport, which is just... I, you, I, don't, I mean, I don't fly into Philly that often, so I don't... Oh, man. You don't remember these trips? You've made these trips. Yeah, I was just so happy to be there at the time. Philly airport's either. fucking the worst. The only, thing, the only one worse than Philly is Detroit. And I've only been there once, and I'll never, hopefully, have to do it again. <laughs> it's such a nightmare to navigate. But... Uh, it's, it's so impossible to get there easily. And now you have to basically strip away the entire week. So it's like they pull from New York as mm -hmm. their major market to begin with. It doesn't make sense to me that this, uh, the, at least one of the starting days isn't on a weekend. But I guess the way that they're viewing it is, okay, we'll run uh, day 1A Wednesday, day 1B Thursday. And anybody who's a working person will just play day 1B and take off. And then, but it's like you're asking them to take off Thursday. You're asking them to take off Friday. They're thinking about the back end of it instead of the front end. Yeah. When it comes to recreationals, you just get them in there on the days that they can play. And then if they go deep, let them deal with the work issue thereafter. Right. Right. So it's like, for me, it seems like it would have made a hell of a lot more sense for the 5K to start on Friday and then Saturday be 1B. Right. And then you just run it through uh, Tuesday or, or whatever the following mm -hmm. week. Now it's like if you're playing on a weekday, it's a good problem to have because you're guaranteed some amount of money or whatever. And now the bounty could have started on Tuesday normally, uh, the way that it did, and ran through Thursday or started even started on Wednesday and ran into day 1A of, of the bounty or uh, the main event. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's like with all of the festivals that are going on. Uh, especially January. January is jam-packed with live MTTs. With everything that's available, especially coming off the win and now going into Florida and then uh, PCA and PSPC, you have so much to choose from where it's not a, a, a two-tournament stop, right? Like, I can't believe how many people from the West Coast traveled to Brigada. Well, I guess there's part of it being that Florida is also very close to it, so you kind of make two weeks the rounds. Away. But... Yeah, nobody, nobody's staying in Jersey. Not staying in Jersey, but staying. <laughs> well, so they're not to Florida on the fourth. Jersey adjacent, you know, Jersey having an East Coast family. Bro, yeah. I'm from there, and I don't want to be there in the middle of January. You're in New York City. Yeah, Jersey it's adjacent. Nice, you go, nice but the Steelers going to the Super Bowl. You know, it's popping. That is popping. Mm -hmm. That is popping for sure. But yeah, I, I mean, it's just like uh, if you're gonna, I understand that they're just bringing it back, but there's been a, a, a strong desire 
for East Coast Poker to come back. Yes. So like there was no doubt that this was going to do well. Yeah. For it not to be smashing. like uh for it not to be like an eight to ten event festival seems like a big miss in my opinion. Right. It could have been. It could have stretched out because if they knew what Florida's schedule is going to be like from the twelfth to the twenty eighth, mm-hmm. they could just have their thing from the fourth or whatever. And they the used third to, to the eleventh. Not maybe not even that early. Right. Yeah. Started this weekend. You know, and run it right up until Florida. But yeah, Yeah, they used to do a really great job of this whenever it was a WPT. Uh, They would run the the WPT in uh, Brigada. Like, um, actually, I think back then, because it was always on my birthday, they would run it simultaneous to like PCA. Yeah. But it was right off the back end of Florida. So it's yeah. the same way that the schedule's set up now. Well, like they, with PCA. They, they schedule them for people to travel around. Like why it was the circuit, right? It was yeah. Like, they, they made sure that like you could just go from stop to stop to yeah. stop. Yeah. And I guess what they're thinking was here was that a lot of people will be on the East Coast for the holidays. Like West Coasters will already be out here yeah. for one reason or another. So now they could just dip into the Brigada. And that's probably partially true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just. It's see... the first time they're bringing it back. So like it's. They, maybe they didn't want to just, you know, go all out. And I, I don't know, I mean, man. I mean, they're still running a business, and they, maybe they didn't want to take that kind of risk. It seems like the schedule. There's no schedule. Risk? Like, yeah. I don't know. It seems like outside looking in, like, yes, this is going to smash, but. I Not mean, tortoise you know, approved. Just, you never know. You got to, sometimes you just got to go slow and steady. <laughs> like, it just feels like a scheduling error, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, but, I, I mean, either dates or just lack of volume. Like, you just brain solve it, right? Just either have enough stuff. To lead up to Florida, if you know Florida is going to exist, which it always does, like Florida always has their right. stuff pretty, pretty on mm-hmm. the ball as yeah, to yeah. when these things happen, right? So if you know that this thing is going to happen, just schedule accordingly. Where now you either start early still, like you want to, and then have other stuff, or you just delay it a little bit and say, hey, you start here, you go Florida, and then you wherever's next that's not Bahamas, right? Because it's yeah. nice where it's if you're playing everything to go from Borgata, Florida, Bahamas, Bahamas. back to wherever mm-hmm. you need to go. Seems pretty clean. You know, and if you're not going to the Bahamas, if the next stop is in Cherokee or whatever, it's right there. Yeah, and I mean to be fair, uh they obviously want to cater to the recreational crowd. Yeah. So it's like building an entire schedule around your pros may not make a ton of sense. But we have to recall whenever we, we talk about this, like I understand why everybody wants to build around Rex, but they'll come. Yeah. 70% of your field is going to be professionals or, or people who are doing this seriously. If people are in the area, they're still going to play. Right. Right? That's not the issue. I mean, right. I guess assuming even if the idea is that uh, there's more people on the east side of town because of family, because of the holidays anyways, mm-hmm. you just run this tournament. He and just you- called the country town. You know, it's the east town. side of town. It's the east side of town. <laughs> they're just hanging out on the shore. Yeah, well, that's what they expected. You could still run a series after that, yeah. right? Just have some other, like, not, I guess, uh, side events that still run. I, I think if you look at past performances, prelims do incredibly well. Or in post-limbs uh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, have some post-limbs, but prelims specifically. Oh, they smash. Do incredibly well. They used to run, like, a $500 opener type of thing. Yeah. Uh, that would, uh, Asher chopped it. This is way back whenever he first got his start. But he he either chopped it or won it outright. It was his first like six-figure score. Yeah. And then he parlayed that into winning the WPT championship like a week later uh, at the Brigada for you know near a million. Um, so it's like, I, I think that, I, I think that, and I'm just, this is just uh, me making assumptions. 
But I imagine that since they've been so long without running events, mm. there was a fear of staffing issues uh, or, or, you know, yeah, just sure. being able to run things smoothly. Like Tab isn't there anymore. I'm not sure who the tournament director is these days, um, but Tab has been gone since, you know, pre-COVID. It's uh, crazy, right? As in like they just didn't expect the return that it got? No, not that. Just more so that they may not. They they may have feared trying to run multiple events at the same time that they wouldn't have the staff to pull it off. Uh, again, I'm just speculating. I'm, I'm speculating. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know for sure, but right. It'd be kind of cool, or at least from my perspective, to kind of know these things, where it's like having some sort of analysis as like how these things kind of happen, and like it makes sense to have a schedule. Borgata, start there. Go Florida. Somewhere else. I mean, we've been talking about this for 20 years. It sucks <laughs> that uh, all of the tours see themselves as competition rather than as allies right. because if they could mm -hmm. just all unite and create like a high stakes mid stakes low stakes tour across the nation yeah um and you know basically just choose their dates and locations yeah. based off of everybody else that's in whatever bracket is that they're trying to facilitate uh you know mtt poker would just Right, Boom. because what actually, what, what, what really happens is the ones that have the most pull as is kind of create their schedules. Mm -hmm. And then Everybody these subs, like the sub uh, subsection ones, like to call it the lower tier, like tier yeah. in relation, yeah, yeah. Uh, then build around it because they don't have a choice. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like uh, the power of choice is, is strong and maybe just like the current free market approach of like, let's just give our customers options. And wherever they want to go, they'll go. Yeah. Maybe that is the best approach. The only reason why I think we want something more structured is because it's so difficult to plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if I want to plan my May right now, I can't because nobody's announced dates yet. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. and the, like the WSOP won't be announced for another month or two. And uh, everybody in town waits for them to announce first. Right. So that they can then build uh, a supplementary schedule off mm -hmm. of that and ensure that, you know, they compete appropriately. And uh, it, it's, it's fine. It is. It's, it's a fun. good problem. Yeah. It's a good problem. But it's nice to know. But it sucks because it forces like, you know, uh, WPT, for instance, doesn't release their entire year-long schedule at once. No. Mm -hmm. Right? Because, again, they don't want to just like give the competition a leg up. Right, because they kind of get a leg up if they get to choose where a Correct. WPT will inherently get more people as is mm -hmm. because they're WPT. It's also well, it works very both hard ways. to make. It's hard to make major changes. Yeah, it works both ways. If WPT is on the West Coast running a 3500 main, and you're Florida, you just run a 3500 main on the East Coast. Why? Because people, people want to travel all across right. the country. Like, You'll just I'm pull just, the East Coast and yeah. they'll pull the West Coast, right. and you know anybody yeah. who's like value hunting will figure mm -hmm. out where they want to travel to. West Side Story. I, it's just the way that it works, yeah, right? Yeah, like if you're if you're on the East Coast, imagine and Florida's running at thirty five hundred. You're not going to travel to Vegas to play one, right? Like you know, event. you know that that's going to be a good event, yeah. and it's a forty five minute well, flight or drive. Because like what you do know about some stops is that they happen at the same time of the year. Like we know Florida, January, April, August, yeah, November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that's always set. Yeah, right. But the dates are always TBD. Correct. And like keeping that kind of a secret is enough. Yeah, well, also, they're just, uh, they're kind of a tournament powerhouse, so there's no one else on the East Coast to compete with them. Yeah. So they can give up their dates, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Do something about because, it. Yeah, who's going who's gonna to rival them, yeah. right? And if a West Coast casino tries to rival them, again, it's like, uh, there are a few stops in America right now that stand on their own. As like and, tours? And, yes. And it's literally just like the Win Seminole, and it was previously the Brigada, mm -hmm. right? So, because I don't even know shit about Borgata. 
Right. So Borgata is now kind of cut you out. Been, you've never been there. Nope. And a, a, and a good example of like how big of a stranglehold they had was they were doing, you know, thousands, thousands for 3,500 main events, like near a million dollars whenever they'd run a 3,500 main. And Jesse mm-hmm. won one. Correct. Uh, you look at the Maryland casinos that are actually a shorter trip to New York City than the Brigada. Really? Like, Mar- like easier Maryland trip. Live? Maryland Live, uh, Bo- uh, not Boston Harbor, um, uh, National Harbor. Okay. Those are the two Maryland casinos. Got it. Uh, they have a direct train to New York. Uh, the flights are easier. Uh, you know, it's way easier for people in New York City to get to uh, Baltimore than it is for them Maybe to get to parks AC. too. Maybe parks like- crushed. Yeah. Parks is actually the shortest trip to New York City, and they crushed because of it. There you go. They just lack the space. Yeah. Um, but what I was getting at is like the Maryland tournament tours, shit. Yeah. Right? Like they, had, they ran WPTs there for a little while, and they never got any sort of turnout. It was like, <laughs> Nidus won. Yeah, it was small. <laughs> Let's go, Nidus. Like, you know, three, 400K to first. So it's yeah. like a third, maybe half of, of what the Brigada would do. And that's just because of travel hassle? I think it's. And spacing? No, 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 no. It's way easier to travel to than AC. I think it's just like a lack of... Um, no, I, th- I think it's a lack marketing. of... Yeah, a lack of yeah. marketing. Like, they're just not as big. It, they, they can't stand alone, right? So mm-hmm. they're more like the Thunder Valleys. Mm-hmm. And, oh, sure, sure. And things they're like also that. not like And they don't have a local draw either. They weren't established. Like, right, they weren't, they weren't yeah. as established. They don't have a local draw. Bergata pulls from Philly, from New York, from Baltimore, from that entire tri-state area. I mean, Atlantic City was area. huge. I mean, that like, makes sense. It was like when, like up until, you know, the late 90s or whatever, maybe even the 2000s, like... Uh, you wanted to gamble when you lived on the East Coast. You went to Atlantic City. Right. That was the only place to go. Yep. Like There was no casinos outside of Atlantic City unless you went to Las Vegas. Right. right. I guess that's what makes Florida what it is, too, is it's such a nice stop as is. Like People love going to Yeah, it's to a Florida. vacation spot. Exactly. It's busting over there, for real, for real. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they do a good job oh of, of setting their events during the, the kind of like off time, too. Right. It's very relaxed, and it's good weather, and it's not, it's not the down well, bad so it's, it's like cheap to go like we booked an airbnb for this florida stop and it's like i don't know twenty eight hundred dollars on the beach for a it's week on the beach i mean it's it's a walk well, yeah yeah it's, it's a walk enough. to the beach it's nice it's, it's a, beach adjacent yeah it's Can't a wait. really nice place man too bad we're gonna be in the casino the whole time i wish the poker community <laughs> liked memes like normalized memes as much as uh, as much as like the zoomers do you know zoom zoom you fucking love I, I i need man. to be the bridge between normalized memes and the poker community because everyone's like the, the average age in the poker community is like 35 right you'd say mid 30s yeah it might yeah i mean that's what it's been for 20 years so i guess it probably isn't changing much now yeah we got to change that we got to get the zoomers in here shout out to ftwnf <laughs> his with a super chat he said i i chopped the brigada today at 5 a.m six ways still kind of nice. regret it should have waited till four players but i was easily convinced when i was tired i mean if you got an icm chop and it wasn't a bounty you probably did okay yeah Get some sleep, man. Yeah, you know, I take see a day him, off. I see him chop no bounty. You're all right. Yeah, I see him score. chop with the bounty, and then we have to have a conversation. Yeah, down real bad. Yeah, you but see now that you're listening, you won't do it. You That's know? right. We're out here to educate. We're exactly. educators, educators, gentlemen, and scholars. Right. Mm-hmm. Adding people's roles. Yeah. Spending money. <laughs> As the meme lord. Yeah. Young Landon Tice, yeah. uh, you will appreciate the thumbnail we used today. What is it? What we got? Uh, we have Landon bought a car. I did buy a car. You bought a I car. I bought a fucking car, dude. Holy shit. You don't have a license, man. You don't have a, a car. Wait, can you, you explain car. to the audience 
this down bad rationale that you have of how it makes more sense to buy a car when you don't have a license than if you did have a license. Look, it forces okay. you to get a license. Look, there's cart in front of the horse people, mm-hmm. and then there's cart behind the horse people, right? right? Mm-hmm. So if you're a cart in front of the horse person, mm-hmm. you have your, your system of horse cart, right? So you can't go very far. Then you need a horse at the front of it to then get the ball rolling. I think we get that. If I'm a horse cart horse person, I have my horse. What's, ca- what's, the, what's the horse in the back doing? The horse is in the back. The horses stay in the back. It's a little so nonsense. You, do, you, you want to put the cart in front yeah, you of the, the horse. Yeah, I want to put the cart in front of the horse so I can get another cart, horse in the front of the cart. But the cart, cart, cart won't move. The right. Cart won't move. That's why you bought another horse. That's why mm. I bought another horse because now it'll move. How many horses does that Tesla It's have? the horses in the back. It's got a lot of horses. <laughs> Too many fucking horses for... <laughs> Let's go. I bought a car. I, I, like, on one, it's man. It's crazy. It's so funny, man. It's so fucking wild. Like... I remember when uh, like I first got into poker, <laughs> just in general, and people would like ask me about cars or whatever. What? No, uh, come on. I, it's uh, fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, Is this? Man. Stop. Jesus. Come on. It's fine. Do I really need the blanket? I love you. Uh, no, you're fine. No, yeah. he's just fucking with me. Okay. No, yeah. The dude with the giant cock is doing a good job. Yeah, he's just any. Anyways, anyways, don't demonetize. R.I.P. Put your memes up in the chat. Fuck you. Fuck your couch, dude. <laughs> <laughs> any, any, anyways, like when I was talking about cars with like family, I'd always be like, oh yeah, I think I want to get a Tesla as my first car, you know? And of course, like rationale, like, oh, like, no, like, there's no way like that's not going to happen. Like you have to get a car anyways. It's like, no, I got the, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a Tesla as my first car. And like now that that's actually kind of came into reality and sort of part of like, I just straight up bought it and like, it's my car, you mm-hmm. know, I kind of really wanted to be able to like, not have to worry about like monthly payments or whatever even though apparently insurance is a thing and getting titles is a thing bro this going whole to process is so hilarious to i me. know man i get it like when we were 16 it's and all I'm, part of landon evolving and growing look, up and, and I, becoming the man that he is i'm a triplet okay so yeah. i have two brothers i'm the oldest by a minute uh, adjacent to both uh it's like my c-section children and younger sister so when we all turn 16 if you all like want to get licenses and insurance and all that stuff like getting a car would be expensive mm-hmm. so it's always kind of put it on the back burner uh, my brother dalton ended up getting a car years ago uh, other brother still hasn't gotten one and my sister got a license in a car uh, and like figured all that stuff out but for me like i've always kind of saw it as this massive massive responsibility and i still do mm-hmm. of course so like this is a motorized vehicle that can go really fast and it's like actually, can you can literally like better. lose your like you can like die it's in it's car electric. yeah it's it go it goes zoom you know it, it, it zooms it goes fast and having other, owning a vehicle and driving a vehicle is a big responsibility. it's a massive responsibility yes. so like when it, when the massive responsibility exists and i have like a very small fear of just driving as is mm-hmm. you know it's very hard to pull the trigger to take the steps to get the license and then yeah. think that's oh a, that's a uh, a, ra- a rational fear that I think most people have. People get excited because they want to drive, but everyone has a little bit yeah, of Yeah, some people get excited about get wanting to drive. Some people get fears of going on planes. Some people mm-hmm. have fears of being in public. You know, people have fears yeah, But I'm, fears just saying, of- I'm just saying for driving in general, I think everybody kind of ha- has that a little bit of fear. Right. And then it's just a matter of when you get older and you always put it off, you always think to yourself, oh, I'm going to get this done at some point. You know? I just can't believe you've been inconvenienced for seven years like how did you get around ask chin 
I don't. Well, I, I'll never understand these I, type of people, man. I had like, my no, permit no, the listen, day I turned listen, sixteen. I didn't I go anywhere. Right, I didn't but, get around. Right. That's the thing. He's different than Chin. Chin lived in like where public uh, transportation was very kind readable. of or readable. Is that a word? Look. No. I get it. Readily available. You, you were cool of, in high school and college, man. Of. I get it. You were. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't do anything. I didn't leave my house. I played video games in high school for four years. I mm -hmm. went to college, lived on the dorm for two years, played video games, went to the gym, and walked. I didn't go outside. When living, I, even living when I, in Vegas, it it as you probably know now after living here for a couple of years, it's a very big inconvenience to not be able to have a car and drive not really because what where i'm well, going with you this you have matt to drive you well where i'm going with this is okay we're we gonna play the clip first sure <laughs> no go ahead go ahead it's just b-roll buddy okay yeah. cool no it's fine because where i'm going with this is i it's it's obviously my fault so to speak or i chose to i did not leave my house i dropped out of college i stayed in my room for two years i did not leave my house i moved to vegas i did not leave my house but yeah. then as soon as i moved in with you and started doing stuff for salt for why i now have to leave the house and when the small problem of oh i driving scares me festers it becomes this big fucking thing where most people get it done at 16 and it's not that scary anymore mm. so it's always just been a fear of mine and i finally pulled the trigger on it and now i have this car which is now an impetus for me to actually do something with it okay let's, now hear, I have let's, this hear, the, let's hear the plan so what are we doing what we gotta we i gotta, gotta figure out what the fuck the dmv is exactly that's <laughs> i don't even know how to spell dmv man it is nice to to never have to go to the dmv for your first 24 years of your life is it well now it's scary the pa dmv was easy yeah the nevada dmv Totally different story. Now you can make an appointment, and that's what you should do. You should always make, if you can make an appointment, do that, and don't just go, because if you just go, you're just going to waste that's three right. hours yeah. of your life. He doesn't know what to make an appointment for is the problem. I can mm. find it online. I have friends, you know? That's what you're for. That's so what friends are for. I, I assume there's like a, a, a book that you get to, to study, then you take the learner's permit, written test, then you get your permit for... How long do you have to have it? Six, I don't here, know. you can make I it a vlog. Here, Landon not at all. How to get a here, you can, just, you can just take the test and you get your driver's license. No. He, you, don't, oh. you don't have to get a permit first. You do. But you do? You do, but it's just like you can't do it same day, basically. Like, mm. if you're over 18, there's no, uh, I guess, gestation period where mm. you have to have the, 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 the permit. permit. For so long? Yeah. If you're under 18, you have to have it 60 days. Okay. But if you're over 18, uh, you can immediately then take the driving test. So you can Dude. have your permit Thursday and your driver's license Friday. Uh, I mean, yeah. Mark, he's already done all the on, research for you. Depending on like when you book the, like you have well, to make an appointment to get the driving mm -hmm. test done. We, okay. we had this conversation uh, in the kitchen yesterday with me, Melissa, Eric, and you talking about uh, the rules and how much insurance is going to be and uh, how to get a license plate for the car and uh, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I find it fun. Good. You That's know? great. Yeah. You know? And now I have a car and you, can be, till, you can be the passenger princess. I can't wait. You're wait the till, passenger princess. Wait till you see how much fun it is to get hit with that uh, yearly registration. See, we don't pay state tax here. I don't know what that means. I know you don't know what that means, yeah, but, but you're going to find out. What does it mean? Well, we don't pay state tax here. So what that results in is that registration fees are incredibly high. It's usually like some percentage of the car's worth. So for instance, when I got my, when I first leased my Maserati, year one of registration, I think was $2,400. No. Yeah. $2,400? Yeah. I'm Damn. on year four. So this I'm, guy's balling it, my man. lease just ran up. Bussin'. Uh, Bussin'. My lease just ran up, as did my registration. So I'm currently driving an unregistered car, but I turned it in in like a week anyway. Uh, but like year four, I think is still like 1200 bucks. Wow. 
And it's depreciated, you know, probably like half of its value. That's why I drive a Civic. Do you, have to get a, do you have to get a smog check for a Tesla? How does that work? No. No, I don't no, think. You don't even have to get a smog test for like some new new, cars. newer cars. Yeah. yeah. Well, you do eventually. But eventually. But like when you first get a new car, usually the first right, like one I, or two I, I just get leases every three and a half years That's and I, I never do. get smog tests. But mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what is a smog test? <laughs> well, you don't have to worry about it. You have an electric vehicle. I know yeah. what smog is. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So, so See, like, I'm fading the right. smog so, test. So like on uh, like older vehicles, oh my God, a few year old older vehicles, they have to make sure that they're, uh, it's not emitting too much, uh, you know, pollution, CO2, whatever you call it. And uh, so they, <laughs> they run this little test. There's, you, have you seen it all over town where it's like smog test? There's little. Bro. He, probably he doesn't, just, he doesn't no, listen so when people oblivious. talk. You think he yeah. pays attention to his surroundings? They're everywhere. <laughs> They're literally on every corner in Vegas. Um, I don't remember right. one. Usually of them. at gas stations. Next time you pass a gas station, look, you'll see I mean, we say smog. To... <laughs> and then you go, you pay them $20. They do a little test. It takes five, 10 minutes. And then you get approved. They send that to the DMV. And then you can register. It's not unique to here. We did a mission test in PA also. Well, depending on what county you lived in, actually. Yeah, remember you would get two stickers if you were in Westmoreland County? Oh, and yeah. And only one if you were in mm -hmm. Armstrong. Uh, it was the You're difference right. between being able to run a straight pipe versus having to have a catalytic converter. <laughs> I know these things because I had a ghetto car. Yep. Uh, that See, was Frankenstein. Yeah, I'm, like, registration in Pennsylvania was like 20 bucks. Yeah. Here, it is like, for like, a, like not a Maserati, like a normal car, it's usually around... Um, Still gotta be like, a couple, couple hundred. Yeah, yeah. Two, I paid one. I maybe. paid one forty, and my car is like ten years old. Okay, yeah. So yeah. brand new, your car is probably like five x that. I think yeah. When I, I was paying like on the last year, I had my uh, G six paying about a hundred bucks, but it was like that's insane. Your G six was, was nineteen years, years, old. years old. Ten years old. Yeah, sure it was. It was two thousand seven. It was last year I had it was two thousand sixteen. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Corey just got rid of his. I know. Wasn't wasn't oh, working the anymore. G6. Fly, fly like a G6. What was your first car? A 89 Chevy Nova hatchback. Oh, that, the Chevy Nova. They took a muscle car from the amazing. 70s and turned it into a fucking clown car. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was embarrassing. So well, how did you get this car? Or what? Uh, my dad, for whatever, my dad was wealthy. Well, not wealthy, but like he made six figures. And some for some reason, owned this piece of shit. So I turned 16 in 1998, I guess. I was not born yet. So this thing was like <laughs> almost almost born. 10 years old. Uh, you have Amazing. to you have pull up a picture of a Chevy 9 Nova hatchback, Guapo. Chevy 9 Nova. No, Nova. 89. 89 Chevy, Chevy Nova, Nova hatchback. hatchback. Uh, yeah. it, it is the most. It's the closest thing to a go kart I think that uh, an adult could drive. You're like, 16. I was, it's fine for a 16 year old. It's insane that my dad is as an oh, adult, no. as an oh, adult engineer. <laughs> not bussing. That is not oh, good. Not bussing. Yeah, click yes. on that white one. That's actually uh, the exact model that I had minus the hubcaps. Wow. Or the, or the navy blue one. No. Actually, the navy blue one's was the exact a, model. Was it a four door? Okay. Uh, yeah, the navy blue one is the exact model that I had. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yep. Oh, brings back That's memories, Bert. That's it right there. We called it the shagging wagon mm -hmm. for no good there reason. Was no there was no shagging going, shagging on, going that wagon. on. Uh, all it was. All <laughs> we it was, we was, was you and the boys. Yeah. You and the boys. Uh, it was. It was like a. <laughs> you and the Brian's one of the boys. Here, well, Guapo, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send you a link to my Instagram. I have. I have a picture of it. Um, ridiculous. You guys are ridiculous. When? How are you formerly? I don't, not adults. I don't think you understand. We were adults. Like this, this is what it's like to grow up, you know, not super, mm -hmm. super wealthy. So yeah. I was gifted this car, obviously. 
And it really was uh, the perfect starter car because everything was fucking wrong with it. Why yeah. is that a good thing? Because you need to learn you how learn to do how shit. To, yeah, you learn how to I could change things. my brakes. I could rotate the tires. I could change my oil, change my transmission fluid. I could diagnose, you know, uh, how dire You, you had to was. or it would just sit there. Right, right, yeah. You couldn't just <laughs> Nobody like... Nobody else is going to do it for you, so... That's for sure. Yeah. And you can't pay to a mechanic to do no, it. No, of course not. It's an 89 Nova hatchback. You yeah. take it to a mechanic, he's going to tell you to junk it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Brian, what was your first car? Um, So I drove around... In, the it was like yeah, no, it was the Blue Cruise. It was the uh, '92 Chevy Cavalier, and it Image. was like it was get like, the graphic. Yeah, yeah, get that one going. Get the graphic. That was, yeah, that, that baby. How'd was, you get that car? Go on. Blue, it was it was my parents' car, and then they pretty much just let me use it whenever. Like I, I technically wasn't my car ever. Um, yeah. Then they had a um, I forget what year it was a Pontiac Grand Am. Oh yeah, look at that baby! Wow, mm-hmm. it's, it's, the, it's the first one. It was like it was like the blue one. Yeah, that blue one right there in the middle. The third like, image, like third from the bottom. Third from the third from. The yep, that there one. it yeah. is. That that's the bad. That boy might just right be there. the car. Mm-hmm. That might just be the tortoise. You might see we a tortoise it, yeah, in there. Yeah, we called it the Blue Cruise. We all had nicknames for our uh, cars, you know. Did Shagging, you come up with? Did you come up with it, or was it nope. like someone else did? Shout and out had to, to stick. Shout out to John Simon. He's the one that gave it to everybody. He Chris. He like christened all the nicknames. Well, he gave mine the. He called mine the Blue Cruise. Who, gave, who gave Matt the SW? I'm sure it was uh, one of my friends, and they were obviously memeing because there was <laughs> no shagging going on at any point in time. No wagging. Uh, but what we used to do, <laughs> the, the reason why I said it was like such a great beginner car is because... It makes sense, yeah. Uh, we all had to figure out like what the fuck we were doing. Yeah. So we would just take our cars down to John Simon's place and we would just like try stuff. So I learned how to tint. I learned how <laughs> to... Uh, You're basically a mechanic. Oh, it, was, it was huge to just like tint your... It didn't matter what kind of car you had, you know? Put some tin on it. Put a system in it. Yeah. Matt, maybe maybe put a, a random spoiler on the back of it. You like, become a, you became mechanic adjacent. Yeah, I'm not saying Trick that thing out. I'm not saying that I bought some hot speakers back in the day, but uh, I got a really good deal from a friend, and I don't think they were his. Uh, <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, I had I had a I had a busting ass system in there that mm-hmm. I paid like fifty bucks for. Yep. Had an amp. Uh, two twelves and a ten. Painting friends' car. Frank, no clickbait. Spelled wrong. <laughs> Can't find this goddamn picture. Is this this is you guys working on the blue cruise? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Wapo, what was your first car? Oh God, it a was, Wapo. It was very cliche. I bought a and I bought it with my own money. It was a 1964 go. Chevy Impala. Oh wow! Image, yeah. please. Uh, sure. That's a he that's says a sure. badass car. Uh, it didn't. I had to work on it for a while, but yeah, yeah it was you know, cool. the police cruiser. Paula, were you like cruising down like Long Beach with Snoop Dogg? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Where were you living at the time? Uh, North Las Vegas. Okay. Oh, yeah. you, are you from here? Born and raised. Born wow. and raised. Yeah, he is the true local. Wow. All oh. of us just act like we're locals. We're local adjacent. Local though. adjacent. You've been here for a while. I'm asking you for a while. I'm gonna be here for a while. Probably. Mm-hmm. I love it here. I really do. So quiet outside this. Yeah, look at that street. thing. Now that's that's a that you, that's a shotgun wagon. Did you put some hydraulics in that thing? I did not. Uh, you wanted to though. I did. <laughs> did you do anything like what was what's your experience with cars and like mechanic work? Are, are you on the mat? So I from had, me to Matt, how good are your cars? 
Uh, I know how to pump gas. Okay, so you're closer, closer to, to landing. You're closer to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm kind of there with you too, uh, Guapo. I I didn't. I mean, I could I could do a, a few things like the basic stuff. Okay, like change how, the tire oil. But when it came to like you know anything wrong with the motor, I was yeah, how valuable. Same. Are like what are the most valuable skill sets that someone can have for basic mechanic repair that are well, like almost paramount? Well, now it's it's almost useless because you just call. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many easier ways, and also, so also you have too. money. Yeah, they're also so much advanced. <laughs> it's a money. computer system in every every card that like so you need to really know what you're doing. So that you just to some degree, yeah. I, I mean, like back then it was imperative because we weren't ever going to get a new car, like. Uh, Guapa, I sent you the link in the in the chat. You can see it. But um, yeah, I mean, like they were they were very important life skills that like our parents had to go through in generations before because we were in a mechanical time. Mm -hmm. But we've shifted now into a technological time, right? And it's just like it's not really all that important to know how to change your oil unless you want to save thirty bucks. And honestly, it's a fucking hassle, right? Yeah. Like when you're dealing with imports or you know the, these higher end cars, it's a fucking nightmare to get up mm -hmm. in there and get dirty and. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had we had all the tools to do it too. Like Jason's one of my best friends, and his dad was a mechanic for PennDOT for decades. So we would just take the cars down there. He would walk us through like how tos and yeah. Man. So there it is. There's the wagon. Oh baby. Oh, is wow. that Maria? Yeah, through a little, through oh, a little, uh, Berkey and Maria a little Easter egg. Mm. Through that's he. That's who he wanted in the shagging wagon. Yeah. It's never happened. Head over heels in love with her. <laughs> we have to. We have to. We have to. a two go from the shagging Thursday throwback. <laughs> yeah. We go from the shagging wagon to the to mods. This. Wow. Yep. Look at that. You gotta that give him the flexes. That was know? that was the first mods that I got. That was. Unbelievable! Damn, wow, look at look at the look at the caption. Come a long way from being broken, carless. Yeah, yeah. I mean mm -hmm. the thing is, is that I grew up without a car, so m me getting a car was the first car that my family had. So yeah. it wasn't like my it wasn't like you know my mom had a car and now we had a second car. Like, that was just the yeah. first car that my family had. Period. Yeah, the origin story. Um, but also like thereafter, I never wanted a piece of shit again. Mm. So uh, the next car that I actually bought when I was in college, oh, I I'd saved up. I'd saved up forever, and I bought this like John Simon's friend Mazda actually. Miata. No, no, no. <laughs> Did not have a Miata. Uh, my nephew for it some wasn't reason. Mazda. No, no. I got a Geo Storm. Oh, the Geo Storm. From, I forgot about the Geo Storm. Yeah, so I bought a Geo Storm from mm -hmm. Simmons's. You were about uh, Geo Storm or about Geo Two? Former babysitter. And I don't know if you know what those look like, Wapo. But no, get, we what, need, every time a car is named, we need an image. What yes. a glorious, what a glorious okay. sports vehicle! How this, much did you spend on this car? Uh, Six hundred dollars. I got it used, obviously, um, and it was like every was penny black, that I ever right? saved. Yeah, it was black, so it was very mm -hmm. close. It was a '93 Geo Storm. It was the last year that they made it, so. So it's that car right there. No, no, it ah. Uh, Close, no, that was like the 91, 92 version, I think. That, I didn't have the back windshield wiper. So you're saying that was a better, this Geostorm Yeah, see, this is a, is a 91. Car. I had a 92 or 93. I think I had a 93. Whatever the last year was that they made it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a 93. Wow. Uh, yeah, so I had the black version. Yep. Threw rims on it. Mm -hmm. I bought a. <laughs> you put rims yeah, on that? I bought a $200 oh, yeah, set did. of rims off of uh, one of those fucking shady internet sites. Mm-hmm. Threw those on there. Uh, threw a system in the in the hatch. Loved hatchbacks, man. Oh, Had yep. to have it. My yeah. insurance went up because it was a sports car, so you know I was paying like a hundred dollars a month now instead of like twelve. <laughs> but uh, uh, this is 
We were really busted. It was a stick. I, mm -hmm. I, it was a five-speed. You'll never know how to drive a five-speed in nah, your life. No. Nah. Nah. But, but like, I can, obviously, as I got to this point in time where my first car, I spent 30K on this car. Um, but I didn't want a bad car. Like, just inherently from the start. Like, I didn't want to do the whole monthly payment thing. I'm like, I want to just buy a car. I want to have this car for X amount of time and be, and be done with it. Like, that's yeah, what my you PC You kind of actually fuck yourself a little bit. Uh, sure. You should lease or or finance just to get your credit up but i mean you did steal a nice car for pretty cheap <laughs> thanks daniel yeah he he uh he's taken he yeah he gave he gave me a good deal wbt um, felt the need to cover this it, i love that they they see my life in memes because i see my life in memes sure i think it's kind of a story when one poker player buys another poker player's car. I, it'd be a better story if they just played heads up for it yeah oh uh, man i uh, that would great, great. That's I, uh, the content we fucking need. Mm -hmm. We can still work that out for the for when he gets a, a new car, mm. new, new house, lease poker. Uh, but it's one of those things where like we talk about, we make a joke like gathering all of the ancient poker relics. Like I have Coon's desk. Yeah. I have Daniel's car. <laughs> yeah. I mean like the you Infinity Gauntlet. Like, of, like all yeah. Yeah. Like, like these these yeah 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 Hall of Fame poker players. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is Coon's desk, Daniel's car, my house. Yeah. I'm just, gonna, I'm li I'm will, I'm going to yeah. fucking buy your house. I swear to God. Bro, buy it. I will. Somehow you have Doyle Brunson's uh, golf clubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can. About the it's same funny. Height. I can kind of scavenger hunt. I'm sure. Like if someone gave me a list of things yeah. I had to get before X amount of time, I'm sure I could do it. <laughs> I don't know, man. You're not that likable. I'm sure Jeez. I could do it. Doyle was trying to keep a hold of them clubs, man. It still gets out there. Someone know? wants to make a list and bet me on it. I'm sure I can get it done. Now we're talking. Uh. We'll close on this because I just think it is too fucking good not to not to show. Uh, Josh Arie tweeted yesterday uh, something to the effect of like, "This is what real competition looks like." And uh, for anybody who has never watched competitive darts, oh my god, I love it! You're doing yourself a disservice. Uh, I've I've I used to watch it kind of like in passing when I was younger, just because it's so fucking hype. But man, the Brits really just know how to get you into the into the mix. So let's roll this clip. To find a breaker throw in this set if he wants to level up the World Championship final. Uh, Michael Van Gerwen isn't in any mood to give him a sniff. Yeah, the, the combination finishing in this game is going to be key. You can tell by the way they're scoring. There may be nothing in it. They may both be on nines. Michael may miss and Michael may hit. They're both on nines. They're both on a nine. This is insane. Come on now. Wow, the World Championship final. Michael Van Gerwen is on a main data in the World Final and just misses double 12. Over to you. Smith. One man misses, does the other man get? I have never seen the like. Come on, Spully Boy! Yes, double 12! That is the most amazing leg of you will ever see in your life. I can't speak. I can't speak. <laughs> They're going absolutely nuts. Look at that.
Pandemonium. It's the it's it's the most amazing. The Giants win the pennant. <laughs> <laughs> the most amazing sporting display we've ever witnessed. Yeah. I, I I've never seen anything like it. Honestly, like they must have twenty thousand people in that fucking arena. Wow. I mean, Love you it. think that's crazy? But have you seen what it's like when people play League of Legends? No. These stadiums are packed. Yeah. Like, full, like sold out. Like. 50,000 people, a bunch of people just like watching these monitors and stuff on a big screen, like in a land, like, like I, League I Worlds. Love it's it. crazy. We need more of it, man. Yeah. I need we, that, get... we need those announcers in poker. I know, right? Yeah, but poker's not that cool and it takes too long. Yeah, no, That's you're right, issue. it does. But like, man, mm -hmm. how crisp. Come yeah. on, the boys! <laughs> yeah, because like, poker is a slow moving game. It's like golf, you know, you can't hype up golf. In yeah, that same regard. True. Right, right. But the, the golf announcers are perfect. No, like, they're they, yeah. they get the whisper in so right. good. The tiger's lining But then up when for when people birdie. do make that final shot, people they go nuts. That's that's why they're so good at it, because like yeah. they're just sitting there with casual talk. Oh, the tiger's lighting up for birdie and he sinks it. But you know, when it's on eighteen for the yeah. win, yeah. they just absolutely lose it. Yeah, but like in the in sports like those, sports like basketball, right? Like high octane sports, it's easy to keep the energy. Like in that right. spot, every sh every shot was important. Well, it's nice when darts. the crowd keeps you on cadence. Yeah. Oh! Oh! Yeah, that's what you want for pickleball. That's what you need. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Every shot, just like twenty thousand people erupting. Oh. I'm I'm absolutely. And it's like someone that. makes a bet in poker and then they go into the tank. For Honestly, it is kind of interesting in the sense that like. Darts is kind of like a bar. Darts is like a it's a bar yeah, game. It's a bar sport, right? So like this kind of rowdy kind of whatever. Where yeah. like in other sports, oh, they're drunk. Like <laughs> they're that's really, like, that crowd is real. In drunk. other sports, you don't get I'm the crowd. Sure, like, I think that is actually the that's what it is. You just need to be drunk. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the guys right? playing darts there are drunk. Right? Uh, like I think yeah. at the end of that clip, they actually just both go and grab a pint and like start right. sipping. Right. It's a bar sport where like the the call it the no one's gonna complain that it's too loud. In yeah. the in the state, like the players aren't complaining, like shut the fuck, right? right? Like they're yeah. not saying stop. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, kind of they yeah. like feed off of the energy. And uh, it's look at look at like true. look at like a you know like an NFL game. Like half that stadium is drunk. They've yeah, been drinking. They've been especially in Pittsburgh. They start tailgating at six a.m. for a one o'clock game, and yeah. it's slower, right? <laughs> Football is much slower than darts, right? Darts are just out here live. Throwing it, live, it's very very slow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the game that they're playing is cricket. The way it starts, I think they're playing five hundred one. Yeah. Uh, so you start at five hundred one, you count your way down to zero, and you have to like basically math it out so that you land exactly. Mm -hmm. It's like I made. Uh, I love that game. We used to play it all the time. Oh, do you do you remember the bet? Yeah, beat your ass. You beat my ass. Okay, so did here, I not win? He won. Okay, he did win. Here was the story bet. over. Here, here was the bet. We had a dartboard <laughs> in our very first house out here at Mesa yeah. Verde, and uh, I got like reasonably good at cricket. Not. That level not, good, no. but like not even close. Of I was, I was like decent at good cricket. Good for a bunch of idiots in a house in Vegas. He was not good. Your game selection. I was definitely good. Okay, it sounds I like he beat you. Good. Brian, Brian was not good. But he beat, I'll beat you. your uh, ass now. Give me a six I, pack and. I laid him. I laid him twenty-seven games, th that I would beat him. Uh, for a bet, I can't remember what we bet. It was like a hundred bucks or a thousand like, bucks or something like that. Basically, you needed to win. I spotted him twenty. Uh, he had to win one is, game out of twenty-seven. This is, this, is, this is such an exaggeration. No, it's not. He had to win it, it one was, game out of twenty-seven. Ten. It was not under ten. It might have been five. It might have been six games. Twenty-seven games. Maybe okay? nine. Maybe we max. played. We literally twelve played, max. <laughs> <laughs> we played like two or three games a day. For like days, you gave right? him time to regroup. It, yeah, it was it was his choice. It was his choice. He could like call me out to play anytime he wanted, right? So we play, and I won like I don't know, like sixteen or seventeen in a row. Like it was getting it was getting to look like I was a favorite. Then one night he goes into the vortex. He's drunk as hell. blacked out, drunk. <laughs> All right, a little high, very high. <laughs> 
And he goes, let's do it. Tortis <laughs> just gets absolutely stoned. It says, fuck it, we ball. And Listen, he walks in, bro. Lock in, I baby. Was, I was, I wasn't, I was Balmer peeking. That's what I was. <laughs> oh, my God. The tortoise was locked in. I, I get done triples. And he, I just, I was okay. just locked so, right in. Oh a, lot, a lot of you guys haven't seen Le in his finest form, but one of his. This is his finest form. One of his moves, <laughs> one of his, one of his, like, classic moves when he's really bomber peeking is he gets this smirk on his face and he sticks his tongue out like this, like. <laughs> And like that's when you just know you're fucked. Oh. Yeah, you're done. So Wait, he's, like, he's like leaning in and squinting. How with I his didn't tongue fall out, like, over. I don't know. Did you? Did you? You murdered him in this game. I'm sure. He had to hit like enough to win. I think he. <laughs> I think he had to hit like a double bullseye to to win. Double bullseye to win. He locks in and he just mm -hmm. fucking drills it like those boom, guys on. The, uh, yep. Just. In his in his head, he's just going. Ah, I was, uh, bro, I was oh. losing my mind. Oh, my I times. couldn't believe yeah. that this happened Good to me. Times. That's so great that like the only reason why he was allowed to even like call it make this bet at this hour is like you gave him such a spot. He's like, you know what, fuck it, one game. Yeah, like yeah. it doesn't matter. He's, he he feels like you know he still has twelve more games, whatever. He's already getting wrecked. What? Why mm -hmm. not play blacked out drunk? Right. Why not try a new strategy? Bear muscles, baby. Brian, you want to know why you won? You were due. I was busting. That, that is true. For real, for real. I was due. According yeah. to the sample that we allowed, yeah. allotted you, the, the, hot, theory hand, was the hot hands theory with uh, with drunk Brian. You know, right. it sounds like you just have to have the shooters get drunk and then there they go. You should have seen me on the in, on a pool table. <laughs> we were both atrocious at pool. No, oh really? Uh, yeah, Jace was actually our Jace friend. Jace is actually yeah. better than us, but also very bad. Like, yeah. so we should get a pool table. I'll, I would surprise you. I don't want to play pool. I hate it. Because you uh, suck at it? No, because, yes, because I suck at it, number one, but also because I suck and want to play by the rules. And, like, Jay sucks and doesn't want to play by the rules. <laughs> so he would just Double smash balls. Like he would just hit balls as hard as he could. And when they would go <laughs> in, it would be like, buckets, baby. Wait, wait, wait. Why, why is that good if he's just cheating? Well, because, like, nobody truly knows the rules of pool. Yeah, you do. Yeah. What do you nah, mean? Nah, they're kind of like. We didn't. Well, you, you really don't, because like there's the also unwritten rules. There's bush league kind of stuff. Right, like so, like when you're playing eight ball, uh, you're supposed to like get ball in hand when you scratch. But we always played it like behind uh, a certain dot, marking yeah. on the table, yeah. a certain dot on the table. Yeah, it's ball in hand. If you right. scratch, ball in hand. Right, but like that's how professionals play. That's not how record. Like if you go to a bar, you're most likely to just play behind the third you, dot. If you put a ball, you put it behind mm -hmm. the dot. Yeah, so it's funny. But because that's not the same as ball in hand. Sure, but you can kind of make the rules whatever you want them to be as long like whatever you want them to be as long as they're agreed upon. Like when I went, so I went yeah, to area, so we would always yeah, have go. to say no shit shots when we played with Jays. Mm -hmm. As in, as in you had to call your pocket, yeah, or at least call the ball that you were trying to fucking hit into right. a pocket. Well, in the right. sense, like if you like, just hit it like crazy and then like one ball just happened to ricochet and go in, yeah. he was like that counts because like standard like call it solid stripe bar bar pool right like you, someone hits a ball in there that type and then you can only hit balls of that type first or else you scratch yeah correct mm -hmm. but right. then that's the other thing that like we didn't know it's like so say you hit your ball in first and then your opponent's ball goes in also that's like fine. now what happens right yeah it's like we allowed it to play but nobody truly knew the rules sure and we didn't have the internet so right we couldn't look it up i really want the whole pod to go to this video game spot area 15 that andre knows it has that boxing machine yes from, like, oh we can try that zeros one to 9.99 yeah i would love to see what everybody can throw over oh. unders. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll wait 12 months here and we'll do over. -unders. I got a solid 150. But like, I guess going I off. Saw, of, uh, I saw somebody. Uh, I saw somebody kick it the other day. Wow. It was very impressive. Was it BSH? <laughs> no. Uh, it was a very short man. It was on the internet, but man, he just smashed it. Yeah. So like, I went to Area 15 actually a couple days ago uh, with some friends, and we just played 
like you're talking about like rules that no one knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Uh, Ping pong is another good example. Like there are like, a lot of loose rules that people don't know. It's like Brazilian pool where if you scratch you take the lowest number on the opposite side and they just get that ball in the pocket what is this posture that I'm, sounds dumb i'm just sitting here what do you mean <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm you're I'm, glowing you're, yeah. you're legitimately Let glowing right now yeah well it's it's just, fine uh if we we're gonna close the show but yeah but you, you just, please close the show no i said we were going please to close your legs <laughs> they're closed relax <clears throat> this is Better than the other, than it being the other. Continue way. your story. It is Anyways, than the other. we. I was playing I just got like. Distracted. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tortoise has reached his hundred word allotment. <laughs> he's malfunctioning. He, 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 he's bomber peaking right uh, now. Uh, he's bomber. <laughs> <laughs> so we were playing just like Brazilian, like Brazilian pool, and we're like, if you scratch, you only get the place. Uh, you don't get to move the ball if you scratch, but the other team gets a ball. Uh, into a pocket, so it just gets removed. Yeah. But if the ball goes in pocket, you then uh, put the ball in the center, or like not the straight center, but like what, where you break from. Yeah, where yeah. you break from. Yeah. And you can't be impeded by another ball, so like you can't get an advantage as the opponent player mm. if you scratch on purpose just mm -hmm. to make them like get interfered Correct. with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was fun, you know. I haven't yeah. played pool in a while, but yeah. I'm, it's pretty busting though. For I want to get a ping pong table. Uh, Why not pool? I don't because like he's really good at ping pong and he's terrible at pool. Exactly, that's, that's the end. That, of the that's story. pretty much it. Why don't you yeah. just get better at pool then? He's like, I want to much rather get better at ping pong. He's like, I want to get a ping pong table so I can just beat everybody all how day do you long. Not already, how do you not already have one? Because like, uh, I can't figure out where to put it. I've, were, I've placed, I've put ping pong tables in the shopping cart to order at least three times. I, I, I will it give it in to Burke. Office space. He, like, so fine. he, he is really good at ping pong. We were in, uh, we were in Park City uh, last December and. Uh, and Dan is also really good at ping pong. Dan's better than me. I Listen, I was just cracking a beer, sitting there watching them play. It was that entertaining. Dan, I was like, Dan's, I'm not going to play because I'll get killed. But I was just, they, they had like this epic yeah. match yeah. that lasted, well, I don't know, it seemed like two Dan's hours. Dan's significantly better than me, and I beat him like nine times in a row because he's, he may be better, but he's he arrogant. Yeah. yeah, he's arrogant. He gets in his head. And yeah. he tries to take like mm -hmm. low percentage shots yep. that look good, and mm -hmm. I just sit there and I yeah, just pepper like his want, backhand all day long. It's like you on the pickleball court. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I think, for Brian, what, what you should have done was get absolutely blasted and then try to play him. Mm, I did. It didn't did. work out. Yeah, no. Yeah. Ping pong's a different... Uh, we're talking real dexterity. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, it sounds like after this podcast, we need to get a ping pong table, a pool table, and a dartboard. I don't want a pool table. There's a definitely board. nowhere to put a pool table in the house. Dartboard is easy. Dartboard we definitely need. Yes. That was a lot of fun, fun. And it's something that I'm not particularly great at. Honestly. But I think I could get better at it. I yeah. think we could... I think that's how we settle disputes in the house. We just heads up darts. Yeah. We could We could definitely transition that like office-y type area into bit more of a game room play space <laughs> yeah I, the dartboard would be easy to hang yeah. uh i'd have to take down the white ping pong table is fine no get one of those like those um like the ones you see in the bar like those giant oh uh, yeah yeah electronic, the, the actual, like, like, electronic video machine yeah. yeah uh do you like and then I, charge people I, 50 cents a game i like the felt one the felt <laughs> one's nice it does fuck up the wall if you miss though no you don't get the metal darts man uh, I this think, is a home. I yeah. think that my mom. I had one of those the, in my basement. My, my when mom I was got up. the metal darts one at one of the one of the oh, houses. Be, yeah, the, Guys, there's, <laughs> there'd be so many little holes. Go ahead, go can I get a? Can I get an over under? I uploaded my video of me hitting this boxing machine. So nine ninety nine would be like Francis and Ghana. Mm. Zero to nine ninety nine. I would say six hundred. Uh, that's low. I, I think like seven seventy five. Fucking, you're insane. No way. Right. Under. Okay. 
hoodie for sure wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute that means you're in like the 85th percentile of punching this bag it's a video game man who cares that's give me 20 that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> let's go yeah yeah yeah. go for it landon yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah go for it. get in screen man <laughs> don't be fucking around wait guavo got him he got him yeah you can do incline on you can yes. do incline on the uh what the hell was that one two wow Three. wow Keep your head down. Five. Keep your head down. Yeah, get that head down. You're going to hurt your neck. Yeah, this is bad form. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Ah! Wow, one to grow on. Nice. Nice, nice work, Landon. Easy peasy. Henry still owes me 50. He texted me this morning. He goes, I owe you $400 and 50 push-ups from Listen, from I underestimated Guapo just to fucking flex. Yeah, okay. Let's get back to Guapo. That was very impressive. It was. Well, so look, you know what I was thinking? Andre, so Andre took me to this place, and the first thing we actually thought of was since Matt pitched, he can, you could probably get close to 900. I don't think. I mean. I, I don't think I have good punching technique, but uh, I feel like I'm strong. So I don't know. Strong like bull. Yeah. I, I don't think I have very good technique. I actually remember hitting one of those when we were in Erie. They had him in the bar, but I don't remember if it was good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah, who knows? Papa's mm. a good guy to have around. Papa, Andre. In case yeah. shit goes down. That's yeah, right. exactly. You got those one on each side of you? you just go anywhere. It's like, <laughs> you go anywhere. Yeah. Their bodies are <laughs> a weapon. Guards. Yeah, they are. Damn. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, before we go, don't forget that the newest lesson in Midstakes Bible has dropped. If you guys want to check that out, head over to solveforwide.io. I'll be covering multi-way pots. Uh, it's basically an introduction into a lot of the hypotheses that we have for multi-way. Uh, also, we still have two seats available for February's Academy. That's February 2nd through the 5th. If you want to sign up for that, head over to academy.solferwide.io. That's a Poker Out Loud style academy. So there will be nine attendees who will be playing two of the four days each time that they play. They'll be speaking their decisions out loud while coaches in the commentary booth kind of correcting their thought process in real time. Uh, the other two days, we will be dissecting theory from the ground up, helping you guys build a strategy that you can employ in your regular games. So again, if you want to check that out, it's academy.solferwide.io. We'll be back tomorrow at noon, our new time slot, hopefully for a while at least. Uh, maybe start the throwback Thursdays tomorrow. I'm not sure yet. We'll see how much work I can get done today. I threw so, them back today. We did throw it back a little <laughs> bit today. Uh, so if we don't start with throwback Thursdays tomorrow, it will be next Thursday for sure. But uh, maybe we'll discuss the 2013 WSOP tomorrow. Hmm. Seems like a good one to kick off with. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate you as always. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We'll see you all tomorrow. Peace.